0: Good morning everyone. The Solemnity of the Body and Blood of Christ. Today's celebration focuses on the gift of the Last Supper, the gift of the Eucharist. Now this feast is relatively new in the Church. It was instituted in the 13th century. Pope Urban IV declared it to be a feast in the church in 1264. So, 759 years ago, so not too long ago, when the earth was believed to be flat. Now, you may laugh. Still today, there are over a million people in North America who still believe the earth is a flat disk. They call themselves flat earthers. And try not to dissuade them, because it ain't happening. They firmly believe that the earth is a flat disk, and not a globe. And they have their own science to back them up. And they believe that the government is hiding the truth from them. Why do we believe what we believe? It's an important question. What do you believe when you hear Jesus' words? I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I give for the life of the world is my flesh. What do you believe when you see this little flat disc? What do you believe when you receive the consecrated hosts. Because today's feast is meant to help us grow in understanding of the Eucharist and our reverence for this great sacrament. And I believe it is a reminder for all of us to take note. For instance, we have the blessed sacrament in the tabernacle with the lit lamp showing the presence of Jesus among us. But many times, we are so busy doing and not being in the moment, we forget and we ignore his presence and treat the church sometimes as merely a meeting place. And I'll be the first to admit that I am guilty of that. See, the funny thing is, when I was growing up, I was taught to genuflect, to bend the knee when you entered the pew and to spend a few moments in prayer. It's one of those little reminders that we are before the King of Kings. Now this memory stirred something in me this weekend. Why do we do the things we do? Is this something we do out of mere habit? Is this something we should be passing down to our children and grandchildren? Is it important? Because I was thinking about the many ways the Lord is present to us. He is present to us in the beauty of nature, and in the smile of a baby. He is present where two or three are gathered together in his name. He is present in the word of scripture. But the greatest presence of the Lord for us here on earth is the real presence of the Lord in the Eucharist. You know, that little flat disc that many of us take for granted, and we do. Either we're not aware or we just don't know or we don't believe. Let me share this with you. A Pew survey, this is a reputable survey out of the US, find that most self-described Catholics do not believe in the core teaching. In fact, nearly seven out of 10 Catholics, 69% say they personally believe that during the Catholic Mass, the bread and the wine used in communion are symbols of the body and blood of Jesus Christ, just one-third, 31%, say they believe that during the Mass, the bread and the wine actually becomes the body and blood of Jesus. The survey was done in the U.S. and I'm sure that these numbers match up here in Canada. What do you believe? I can tell you what I believe and know. In my heart, on the 16th of August, 1999, I went to Mass, and I received Communion. And after receiving Communion, I experienced a spiritual awakening. Everything that I knew about Jesus, the Mass, the Eucharist, went from head knowledge to heart knowledge. I had what I call an interior knowledge of the living Jesus for the first time in my life, where he was truly present in me. It was my Thomas moment, my Lord and my God, and it changed my life forever from that moment on. If I could open up my chest and show you how Jesus has transformed my heart, I would but I can't. I'd love to show you, but it comes down to a choice. What do you believe? Today is a day for us to reflect on exactly what happens at the Mass. Bread and wine become the body and blood of the Lord. So I believe there is little room here for Eucharistic theology. Now, remember, I'm not a theologian, so I'm gonna give it my best shot. At mass, the substance of the bread and wine are changed, whereas the accidents, the appearance, remain the same. Let me try to explain the mystery this way. Many of you have dogs. So you go home, your dog jumps up on you and licks you, and he acts as though he hasn't seen you for over a month. Now you might say to your dog when he greets you, something like, how are you doing my little fuzzy wuzzy? How was your day? Now what would happen if your dog would answer back to you in a human voice? And he says, Well, I'm a bit baffled by the fourth chapter, the third book of Immanuel Kant's Critic on Pure Reason. I was going over it today. Now, do you think he developed his concept of analytic and synthetic proposition from Descartes? Or do you think his thoughts are rooted in Plato? Now, would you say to your dog, Fuzzy Wuzzy? Or would you might be scratching your head and say, Immanuel, who? But you would realize that somehow your dog was no longer a dog, but a rational human being in dog form. The rational human being part is the substance. The dog part is the accident. In the Eucharist, the bread and wine looks like bread and wine, and has all the physical qualities of bread and wine. And if we were to look at a consecrated host under the microscope, you would see molecules relative to bread, not human tissue or human blood. The accidents have not changed, but the substance have changed and is now the body and blood of Christ. This is what I believe. The bread and wine do not symbolically become the Lord they become the Lord. They do not signify the Lord. They are the Lord. And we, as a congregation, come together at communion. This is not only the union of the community, it is the union of the community with Jesus Christ, present in each person who receives communion and present in all of us together. I read recently about a diocese where the bishop emphasized this, by having everyone who receives the body of Christ remain standing and singing until the last person in the community receives. And then the entire community knelt together and prayed silently with the one who united them. I thought it was a very intriguing initiative. Unfortunately, because of the small individual host, our present way of receiving communion undermines that central meaning of the Eucharist. It makes receiving communion look like an individual, a private experience. Jesus is coming to me. And to that end, some people may treat the Mass like a meal at McDonald's eating alone in a corner, when it really should be like a banquet. Everybody is sitting in a circle, dipping into the same dish. We just don't, don't receive Jesus in communion. We share together the broken body of Jesus Christ. So when Paul says in today's second reading, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a sharing of the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, Is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, and we who are many are one body, for we all partake in the one bread." Communion is a shared experience, and everything we do emphasizes that shared experience. When we come together for the Eucharistic celebration, we say together the Lord's Prayer and we speak to God as our Father, not my Father, and we ask him for our daily bread, where we ask for mutual forgiveness and reconciliation and we join hands together. And this follows by the greeting of peace, a gesture of friendship and reconciliation and forgiveness and for all those around us before we approach the table of unity and togetherness. When we receive communion, we are united through Christ with those present here, and those present throughout the world. So I will go back to the beginning. What do you believe when you hear Jesus' words? I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. What do we believe when we receive the true body of Christ? And how will we as a community come forward and receive communion? So here is my ask for all of us. I invite you to pay close attention to the words during the liturgy of the Eucharist and ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten and open our hearts to the gift given to us. And when we come forward to receive, ask the Lord for the grace of heart knowledge, to receive him, Jesus, truly present. And may we as a community share in the joy of the one body that we share together. I believe at the very depth of my heart that we need to exalt in that which makes us uniquely Catholic. We need to celebrate the great awesome gift of the Eucharist, the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you.